1: And now, here's your host. Hey
0: everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. Well, I can't believe that uh, this this marks 10 years for me of doing a Disney podcast. I was dumbfounded when I realized that the other day. February 8th, 2010, I launched my first Disney-related podcast. My first podcast where I talked about myself and some of the things that I do and why I'm getting into this business. So I wanted to go backward a little bit in time and talk a little bit about how I got to this point. And if you'll indulge me, I'm going to share a couple of stories with you about some of the work I did before I got to Disney. So in about 1995, I wanted to get on the web. The the internet was a burgeoning thing, and I wanted to create a website. And I had two general passions. One was Disney, and one was the Miami Dolphins football team. And I decided that Disney was too broad to create a website that would be useful at that point in time. You know, you think about what the web was in 1995 or so, and there wasn't a lot of things you could do about Disney that would really make sense. Um, you know, you're creating these websites that were sort of brochure to a large degree, or they may have had a little bit of content, but you weren't really talking about anything. So I could mention all the rides and attractions, but it didn't seem tailor-made for something that I would put on the web like that. So instead, I decided to go the, the Dolphins route, and I created something that was uh, Dave's bitch and look at the Miami Dolphins. And it was sort of a tongue-in-cheek look at the team to a large degree. I did a lot of funny pictures, made funny comments, would look at it sort of humorously uh, because I felt like that would be my point of view. Someone once told me that if you're going to create something, whether it's a book or a website or a something, have a point of view and go with it. Um, And that's really the important thing. So that was my point of view when it came to the Dolphins was to talk about it in sort of a tongue-in-cheek way and have some fun with it. Now, I learned some different things. I learned internet technologies, I learned JavaScript, PHP, all these other things that I could use that benefited me. So there was, a, there was a great sort of back and forth thing. I learned HTML. I taught myself how to do it over a weekend. Now, this was not a moneymaker in that sense. This was just a fun lark. This was a way for me to get on the web and have a little fun with it. So I did. And I really enjoyed doing it. And you could make the case that there were three of us that had created Dolphins websites around the same time in early nineteen ninety five, kind of heading into the ninety five season, and I was among the first. I can't honestly claim that I was the first, but I was one of the first. My friend Kurt is one of the uh, one of the God, We call him the godfather of the uh, Dolphins websites because he really was first. He may have been a month or so before me, just a few weeks perhaps. But anyway, he is uh, he is the the one who actually was the first Dolphins website. Um, so you can find him over at fins.com if you're a Dolphins fan, I would highly recommend it. Anyway, a lot of other sites came after me, after us, and uh, came along. My goal was, along the way, to create something that was kind of relevant and timely and make it kind of fun. So I was creating something that was tongue-in-cheek, but very um, sort of newsletter-y, in the sense that I would write things up and then I would post them to the web instead of sending out a newsletter. And it was a lot of fun, and I got, I got accolades and had some fun uh, interactions with people, uh, people who enjoyed my, my work. I was called quite obviously insane at one point, And I thought that was, that was the highest compliment I could receive. It was just so much fun to talk about the team in that way, um, that it really worked for me. And then, uh, I got some, uh, some, uh, connections from the dolphins who told me that they really, they were, they looked at my site and they found it funny. Uh, the people that were building the website for the dolphins at that point in time. So it was kind of neat to be, uh, kind of doing something that was really fun so realistically, uh, because I was creating something that was sort of blog-ish, I was the first blogger about the Miami Dolphins and may have been one of the early bloggers in any topic of anything. So kind of a little claim to fame for me. So I was doing something that I really enjoyed doing. Anyway, flash forward a few years, and I decided that I wanted to stop writing every day, or you know during the season at least, and wanted to start doing something that was more uh, audio-oriented. Um, the thing was, you know, you'd you listen to something in your car as you were driving into work or something, and you'd go, wow, that, you know, that was maybe not as compelling as I might like because the format of a radio station didn't really work in the sense of what we're talking about with the Dolphins. If you ever listen to sports radio, it's kind of hard to listen to because it's kind of choppy the way they put commercials in and some of the things they do. So I wanted to do something different, so I thought an audio content would be kind of fun, so I created this audio thing about the dolphins, and I would talk about the team, I would do the same kind of quirky things, but I couldn't do visuals, I could just talk about them. And then at some point it evolved, and I started getting guests, and I had players, and coaches, and other people that I got to know over the years, and uh, I would have them on my show. And it was a lot of fun, I really enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed talking about it much more than I enjoyed writing about it. And uh, as it turns out, what I created was a podcast, I didn't know it was a podcast at the time because that name podcast wasn't coined until just around the same time that I had created what I created. So it was kind of interesting that uh, I was really one of the first podcasters without knowing it, and I was absolutely the first Dolphins podcaster to talk about the football team. So it was kind of interesting to me that, that it worked out that way. Now, over time, um, that was probably, you know, sometime in 99, 2000, something like that. Over time, over the you know, next few years... I still enjoyed doing it to a large degree, but there were more and more people getting into the content business. There was more people doing dolphin sites. There's more people doing general football sites. Um, The dolphins themselves were doing a better job of sort of social media and getting involved. So, and they were creating their own podcasts and their own brand, and that's great. I'm I'm glad, I, I would like to think that somehow I influenced and encouraged them to do that. So maybe I had something to do with it. I don't know. But anyway, it was a lot of fun, but there was so much more content coming. When we Early on, uh, Wayne Haizenga was the owner of the team. and He embraced us as ambassadors of the team. He came and met us once, and he was like, you guys are great because you're, you're promoting my brand. And it cost him nothing. And so they'd have these different events. They'd invite us to where we'd be involved. And it was kind of fun to be connected in that way. And then over time, that continued. But then he sold the team, and the new owner came in, and he had a different sort of bent on things. Still nice about it, still had an interest in bringing in the fan community, but it just had a different feeling to it. Nothing wrong with that. That was his business and what he wanted to do with it. But I just felt differently about it because of all of those factors. I decided I didn't want to do the Dolphins business anymore. And so it was a, you know, one of those heartfelt moments when I had the epiphany and I go, I need to do something else. Well, what's my other passion? Well, my other passion is Disney. And now it was the right time to, do, to talk about Disney. I wasn't doing a website about Disney where I was going to put a bunch of content out there. I was going to talk about it. I wanted to be out there and be vocal and talk about Disney and have some fun, you know, interacting and doing some things and building on this idea. I had been listening to a number of uh, Disney-related podcasts over the years, over the last three or four years, and I enjoyed many of them. Now, I'm not going to call them out by name because I'm going to say a couple of things, maybe good, maybe bad, I don't know, Um, But I just wanted to point out that some of them were a little long-winded, some of them were kind of succinct, some of them were kind of quirky and silly, some of them weren't as knowledgeable as I might have liked, but overall I thought they represented the brand well, and I thought they made a nice collection of things that I liked hearing. But they weren't the podcast that I would want to listen to, so I decided to create the kind of podcast I would want to listen to. Kind of short, to the point, maybe a little historical in nature, talk about some things, maybe personal experiences, some of the things that I've seen. And uh, kind of evolve it from there. And that's when I decided that I was going to actually create a Disney-related podcast. You know, it was tricky to figure out what the, what the role was going to be. Um, the, the thing is, you always have to have a point of view. And you always have to have something you're thinking about. What is it that's going to make me unique and make me stand out and make me interesting? In the Dolphins-related space, it was easy because I was quirky. I called myself and Dave, and it was kind of fun. And I tongue-in-cheek made fun of the team, though sometimes a little harsh, but it was mainly just tongue-in-cheek, and people appreciated that. With Disney, I wasn't gonna do that same thing. I didn't wanna do the tongue-in-cheek thing, but I knew that I had more knowledge. I had a lot of historical knowledge. I know what Disney is and what it's all about, and decided to use that as my brand. And so that's where it started. Now it's funny because there's a lot of people who do trip planning and other things and I figured I could add, mix that in once in a while, sprinkle in some of that a little bit, talk about current news once in a while. I've gotten to know a number of people who, um, who've reached out to me over the years and said you know they like this, they enjoy it, whatever. And I wanted to make sure that I was embracing that and when they give me a suggestion for something, I wanted to take it to heart. Hey, maybe you should do a little more of this or maybe you should talk a little bit less about that. So I take it to heart when people say things like that. I try not to do anything that you know, dashes too hard into Disney's territory or says something that's truly negative because I don't feel that way about it. There are certain feelings I have specifically about Disney and some of the things they're doing that maybe are a little strong, but I try not to throw those out there, you know, directly and say, hey, this is terrible or anything like that because there's always an opportunity to change and evolve. So I I try to be constructive in my criticism in that sense. Anyway, so I had this idea for doing a podcast and I was like, wow, I I can do this. And I'd already had the experience doing the Dolphins-related podcast. I knew what it took to put it together. I knew how much work it was to actually create it, edit it, publish it, and then make sure that that it got promoted. And it's work. Don't get me wrong. It is work. But it's a labor of love in a way. Uh, You know, it's kind of fun to sit there and think about the things that you can do. So kind of one of the other things, the uh, fortuitous things that happened was I was getting into um, the—I had already done some web development— But I was now getting into the um, iOS for the Apple uh, app development. So I had an idea for some apps I wanted to create. And I was like, well, one way you can promote them is through a podcast, right? You can talk about them in some way and promote them, talk about them in a positive way. And I had the good fortune of having somebody on who had created an app uh, early on that was a very clever app about wait times. And um, I talked to him for a while and part of it aired in the show and part of it we just had a conversation about how you need to get ahead of the game and stay ahead of things. You know, be the first. You know, be there quickly. When you have an idea, jump on it. So I did. And that was one of the things that I took to heart. And I the things I wanted to create were things that were interesting to me. My kids asked me how long, you know, how much did we walk today at Disney? So I created an app that was uh, related to how you know how much we walked, because there wasn't an app for such a thing. Now there are many, but at the time there weren't any. Um, We went out and played mini-golf, and I was creating a mini-golf scoring app because that was something that we liked to do. We liked to play mini-golf, and there was no app for that, so I created one. Uh, Now there are, again, several. Um, You know, things like that where I was just trying to create something that was in a unique space, and I had some other ideas, some of which came together, some didn't, some worked fairly well for a while, and then something happened, you know, whether it's the app itself, you know, breaks or... The iOS um, goes, up a, you know, goes up a version and something happens with the app. Whatever it is. Or sometimes there's a suggestion for the app that winds up being way more work and the app starts to fall apart because it doesn't work that way. Or someone else comes in the, in the business and does it better. And you, know, you just go, okay, and you just roll with it. The one that's been the longest lasting for me is my um, Press Pennies app. And this was sort of a lark. It was sort of a funny thing that happened on the way to the forum. I was standing in line at guest services to ask one question and somebody in front of me asked, hey, is there a map for the press pennies? And I went, there's a map for the press pennies? And um, I got one too. And I realized it was tailor-made for an app. I mean, it, just, it was essentially a database of all the information and I created one and it was, it's been fairly successful. It's, you know It's done well for itself. And I'm doing it as sort of a labor of love. At first, I was charging $0.99 cents for some of my apps, and then I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go with advertising on the apps, have a little ad at the bottom and make nickels and dimes on it instead of the $0.99, cents, and I'll just make them free. And there's no, you know, and then I, I asked for feedback. I more actively uh, asked for feedback in that case because you know, people are more likely to give it. They didn't spend the dollar. Yes, it's only a dollar, but people complain a lot about that dollar when things don't go exactly as they want. For free, they're willing to give you feedback, and they're willing to try the app again. So it's kind of fun in a way. Um, so that kind, of, that kind of worked in there as well because I was just getting in that business at the same time so I could promote them through my through my podcast. And early on, you hear me talk about some of my apps. I don't do that as much anymore, though I do talk about it at the end. There's still an end segment that talks about uh, my, my uh, apps that I have. But I'm still trying to figure out, you know, I don't make a lot of money on that. I certainly don't make any money on the podcast itself. This is more a labor of love. i found ways over the years to... Uh, decrease my time to create the uh, the podcast, how long it takes me to edit it, what it takes to publish it. I keep finding improvements to make that better. So now it's really down to, I record it uh, when I have the time. I have a couple of places I do recordings. Um, I'm actually right now sitting in my dining room actually doing a recording. Though I have a, um, this call box that I use sometimes. It's really nice because it's got padded walls and everything, it makes a much better, more, much richer sound. Um, so I will use that at times as well, and I have a decent microphone I use, but primarily I use my iPhone for recording it, and I, uh, I publish it to... Right now I'm using Anchor.fm, but um, there's a couple of other sites I've used over the years and a couple of other diff- different methods I've used for publishing my, my podcasts. I understand, understand that Anchor.fm just got bought by Spotify, so I don't know what that's going to mean for my future, but we'll see where it goes. Anyway... Long way of getting me to where I am today, where I decided that I was going to create this podcast and I've had a lot of fun talking about all the things I've done, all these Disney stories, all these other things. I've still got a lot more, so I don't want you to think I'm quitting or leaving or anything else. I may slow down a little. That's a possibility. Um, Creating two a month, you know, for a while it was like three a month or so. Um, It was every 10 days when I first started. Now it's, you know, maybe two a month, sometimes not. It really depends on you know, kind of what's going on with me and you know, what time I have. My kids have gotten bigger. We're doing other things. There's a lot of other activities going on now. Work has changed. You know A lot of things are different. And frankly, Disney has ch- changed too. Um, the things that Disney does and has are different. You know, I saw the, when I first started, uh, FastPass had just come in a couple of years ago. Now we're at FastPass Plus and we seem to be headed for a different FastPass that's sort of a whole other thing. Um, where there'll be a paid version of it or something that, you know, like people on the uh, higher end get. You see more things being developed. You see Disney becoming more, um, I don't know, I don't know the word to use here. It's, it's, it's like they're trying to um, chase after the dollar to a large degree. They're doing all these things. It's not that they're not providing entertainment because they still are and it's still a value. It's just different. And that's neither good nor bad. It's just changed. And the evolutionary cycle keeps happening, and i 'm watching it and i 'm kind of sitting there watching you know with fascination, watching it and thinking about what 's changing, I'm watching the parks change, the entrances change, all these things change, the tram schedule changes, they have the gondolas now. all of these things have happened in the ten years since i 've been doing these podcasts and it 's just fascinating to me and I, I wonder where the next ten years are going to take Disney. Um, I wonder if i 'm going to still be doing this in ten years. I might be I, I really can 't say at this point i 'm just enjoying what i 'm doing, and I like talking. And I like doing these things. And so far to this point, everyone seems to be responsive and likes it. I mean, I get once in a while, I get a little critical feedback about something I said or did fine. That's okay. Most of the time people give me very positive feedback saying, Hey, I really enjoyed your show. Thanks for doing this. And that, that warms my heart. That's why I do this is because it's a, it's a podcast for me, but I'm giving it to you. And if you like it, I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you keep listening. Um, if you don't, I'm sorry, but that's the way it works sometimes. You know, unfortunately, not every podcast is for every person. There are some podcasts I stop listening to after a couple of episodes because they're not right for me. Um, you know, and I, but I hope you will give, give me a listen and, you know, give me some feedback if you, uh, if you don't like it. And tell me what you don't like because I'm trying to grow too. Anyway, so that's kind of my idea here is um, just to continue this, doing this for as long as I can and just enjoying uh, being out there and uh, seeing some new things. I don't, uh, I don't really have any connection to Disney. I tried early on to get on to some of their, um uh some of their media stuff because I know some of the other podcasts managed to get in there and they get early access to things and they get some information ahead of time and maybe they get some, they're you know, sort of uh, alerted to things and invited to things and um, I never have been. Uh, and I'm okay with that. I tried early on to get that and I decided that I really didn't want that because it's not what I'm looking to do in this podcast. Um, This podcast is really about more about history and some of the things that i'm doing some of the things that intrigue me about uh, Disney, you know, disney disney world got here because of you know some Luck to a large degree, you know, walt wanted to do something different on the east coast He had some ideas. It didn't work out in st. Louis. He decided to come to florida And he developed something here and there's a lot of history and there's a lot of interesting things that happen And there's a lot to talk about still and if you haven't seen it, um, I would suggest you check out my, uh, my video series, Lost and Found in Walt Disney World. It's something I'm doing where I'm talking about one historical event or one thing at Disney World that's kind of interesting, that uh, kind of draws back to the past and tells you some story. Um, you know, they're all pretty short. It's just a short little video series where I'm talking about something. Uh, I think I'm up to episode, um, I think episode 30 drops soon. Um, I'll, I'll admit some of them are better than others. When I look at them, when I go back and watch them, I go, wow, I was really intrigued by it when I told the story, and now I watch it and I go, eh, okay. You know, that's the way it works sometimes. Some of them are great, and I think they, you know, I did a really terrific job on putting them together and editing them, but some of them may be not as good, and that's okay. That's part of the deal there too. It's growing and learning and trying to do the right things. So we'll see how that works out as, we, as I continue the, uh, the podcast series, or the video series in that case. I guess it's a video cast, not a podcast. But it's interesting. And I do enjoy doing this, and I hope you're enjoying it too. Um, you know, I plan to continue. I've got a lot more to talk about. I was thinking about I was kind of listing out all the things at Epcot that I haven't talked about. And there's a lot of them. There's at least um, at least five things in Future World that I've never talked about in any detail. Um, there's uh, several other aspects of uh, World Showcase that I haven't talked about. Um, there's at least one, two, three, four attractions I can think of in the Magic Kingdom that I've never talked about. You know, so there's a lot more to, to discuss and do uh, in the historical sense. And there's a lot more to talk about, you know, the, some of these stories that come up and you hear something that happened and you go, oh, I want to talk about that. So I'm sure I'll be doing more of those over time uh, as we get into this. And I'll still do some news segments once in a while and tell you the latest goings-on and rumblings and things that I'm hearing. There's always something interesting happening at the Walt Disney Company and especially at the uh, Walt Disney World Resort. So I'll continue to do it. But anyway, that's my long-winded way of saying happy 10th anniversary to me. Um, being you know, on the web, on this podcast for this long is just amazing to me. I did almost 15 years of the Dolphins things, and then now I've done 10 years of this with the disney uh podcast and i'm just i'm fascinated that it's gone on that long when i realized it i had that moment where i went wow was it really 10 years yeah february 2010 that's amazing to me um you know it doesn't feel like that long you know i look at i look at some of the things that i talked about at the time um you know and i was talking about my kids when they were much smaller and uh, it's interesting to me that now they're you know they're two of them are adults and, uh, you know, it's amazing that uh, that's what's happened um, over time. So anyway, I, I will continue to do this and enjoy it because it's something that's a labor of love for me. It gives me my connection to Disney. I have a connection to it having been to the parks. I was there for the first time when I was five years old, just after it opened. Or I had just tur- No, I hadn't turned six yet. Shortly after it opened. And I have a recollection of that. And I've been back many, many, many times since. You know, on average, I go a couple of times a year. There was maybe a two-year span where I didn't go at all. Oh, my God, what's wrong with me? But, you know, that's, uh, that's what happens sometimes. Life takes you in different directions. And that's okay. But now I'm back to going regularly. And I like it. I enjoy it. I like going. My kids still like going with me, even though they're older. They like going with me. Hey, Dad, when are we going back to Disney? And it's fun. My older son's in college, and he's like, you know, we, we got an annual pass, and we went a couple of times. We just met up at Disney, and we had some fun. Good times. You know, there's something to be said for that. It's, you know... That those memories are really what drives me. And it's kind of fun. And I always, you know, I think about my parents, my kids, my grandparents. We all have this connection. And that connection is at Walt Disney New World. And yes, it's changed. And yes, things are different. And yes, it's not what we remember exactly. But that's okay. There's still those little things that you remember and you go, this is okay by me. Anyway, that's my podcast. I wanted to just, you know, thank you all for your listening to my ramblings for 10 years, and any of you, anybody who's listened all the way through, kudos to you. Thank you very much. Anyone who's a recent listener and subscriber, hey, thanks. You know, I appreciate that. I, you know, I'm, I'm glad people listen. Um, if nobody listened, I might stop, but people do listen, and I hear from you once in a while. And always feel free to send me an email anytime. You know, I'm happy to answer any questions. Just chat sometimes. That is my podcast for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it, and remember, if we can dream it, we can certainly do it. 10 more years! Bye now.